On today's episode, Mike and Ryan are joined by their better halves to have a feast of beer. Cheers. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Brothers-in-Law podcast, where beer is thicker than water. In this podcast, join us on a discovery or on a journey discovering home brewing, craft beer, and more. I'm Mike. As always, I'm joined by my brother-in-law, Ryan. How are you doing, Ryan? Doing great. How about you? And we have some very special guests joining us today. They are very special to us. Our wives. And we have Haley and Mallory. How are you guys doing? Doing well today. Doing all right. Thank you very much for joining us. Since <laughs> yes, this is we a, appreciate this. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I, uh, Ryan, maybe this is less true for you, but for me, at least in a cooking focused podcast, I would be heavily outclassed by Haley. So <laughs> um, she outclassed all of us. I feel. <laughs> yeah, I say, Ryan would outclass me. So <laughs> <laughs> she, Mal has baking, I have cooking. Yeah. So we, we okay, balance yeah. each other out at least. I do both. <laughs> <laughs> I grill. That's that's a that's there skill. You go. So um. I should also mention, since this is Haley's first time on the podcast, that she is, in fact, my co-brewer. So She is. You know, there's that. Um, Ryan and I, and Haley, are amateur <laughs> homebrewers excited about beer and homebrewing. On Brewers in Law, we're not looking to act as authorities, but to share our experiences, good, the bad, and the ugly. And we hope you'll share with us, too, so we can all learn and grow and enjoy this wonderful hobby together. So as we have alluded to, we're not actually going to be talking about drinking beer today, but rather cooking with it. Um, and we're going to have quite a feast. Um, As an understatement. So, yeah, it is an <laughs> understatement. But to start out with that, and since we sort of have the four of us all from the same family, for the first sip, what I wanted to um, what I wanted to do is I wanted to go around and have everybody talk about the favorite feast, um, sort of recurring feast um, that they look forward to every year. So we drew lots. Um, I, I put in a stipulation that no one is allowed to repeat the same one. So this should get interesting since we're all part of the same family group. Yeah. <laughs> so I believe Mallory drew lot one. So Mallory, why don't you go first? Yeah, I got lucky. I drew lot one. So I get to talk about probably the one everyone thought of first. <laughs> this table. For us, yes. So annually, the uh, four of us plus Michael's brother, Danny, and his fiance Bryn, uh, we all do what we call Hobbit Day. So once per year, we all get together. We watch either all three Lord of the Rings movies or all three Hobbit movies in a single day. And we eat all of the Hobbit meals. So let me see if I can do this on the spot because I promise I know them. But breakfast, second breakfast, 11sies, luncheon, afternoon tea, dinner, and supper. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just basically a day of gorging ourselves and... Listening to an alarm on my ringtone. Sorry. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that is my feast that I wanted to talk about. Yum. I believe I drew number two. You did. There is a second obvious choice, uh, and I'm going to be nice and leave it for whoever comes in at number three and four. <laughs> I'm going to say that for me, this is not, this doesn't necessarily occur on a day, but anytime we go over to my parents and my dad makes ribs on his Traeger Ooh. grill. These are the sort of ribs that ruin all other ribs. Like, uh, I cannot order them at restaurants anymore. I cannot, uh, I, I, I could make, he's, he's tried to give me the recipe multiple times because I have a, a Traeger that I actually inherited from him as well. 
And I just put my hands up and go like, no, 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 this is your thing. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, it first of all, sounds like a lot of work because there's like, get up at five in the morning. The, yeah. yeah. There's like several, there's, there's, there. it's like a four step process. And then also I just like that. It's, you know, it's like his thing. He's got it down to a science and I love coming over during the summer and mowing those. So that is mine. Ryan, I believe you pulled my lucky number three. I did. I, I think I'm going to save this one. Because there is another one I do love, and we do it, it it's actually every single year. Um, it is the it is Christmas Eve morning for us. Oh, so interesting. We get a wonderful breakfast that uh, Rich, my father-in-law, your father is your father-in-law. Um, <laughs> for the <laughs> point of the different people who you Thank can't Thank you see. for being so granular. I know. Um, <laughs> he makes a, he, he does like a build-your-own omelet. Um which is just amazing. Like he pulls all the stops out, all the meats, all the vegetables. He cooks all of it up. I, 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 it is divine. I, it is. And then we also have, I can't think it, of the it, name right now. Christmas what is Kringle. Christmas Kringle. I, I, I knew it started with a K. I just couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> Christmas Kringle, which I have no idea what's in it besides almond, because that's what I taste Lots for of sure. yummy. Yeah, and, lots, and then like yeah. some sort of gooey deliciousness in the center. I don't yes. know. That's also that's almond paste. paste. That's almond paste. <laughs> but isn't like, like a brown, frosting? It's like a brown sugar almond frosting. Okay. And then you made it one year, didn't you? No, I, no, I, I, you wanted to. I wanted to, oh, but I did oh, but not. Yeah, you did not get yeah. yourself enough time because no, it's like a day not. and a half. It like takes days <laughs> yeah. You're right, actually. Yeah, very underrated Christmas Eve morning. That is a phenomenal way to start the, well, to start Continue. the present part of the uh, the Christmas extravaganza yes. that is the Smith family <laughs> for about five days straight. But yeah, I love it. It's great. It's simple, but like like I said, Rich pulls out all the stuff, so I give I clap off. Yes. Well, Haley, I feel like you sort of don't have a choice on which one you're going to explain now we've saved it for you. I had a different one set up because I was figuring I'd have to go a different route, but I won't leave everyone hanging on what the other default is. Um, And that is, it's we call it Christmas Eve Eve. It's on the 23rd. And it's my uncle who is 100% Polish. So he makes us his... uh, family polish christmas dinner so we have three types of pierogies and then their soup homemade homemade and their soup that he calls boston it is a uh, vinegar mushroom based Mm -hmm. and this year with covid we had to cancel the big family event so mike and i made the pierogies which we appreciate him so much more now (laughs) oh my god it's so much work (laughs) we spent the whole day making pierogies and ryan and mallory made the soup and it turned out fantastic so we still got to have our feast even in a smaller a downside sized roll yeah we get to have our feast and eat it too (laughs) (laughs) all right well this has made me hungry so i think we should transition into the main topic and ryan as of the two main hosts you are i think the superior cook most of us would agree so why don't you explain (laughs) a little bit about cooking with beer so cooking with beer um it's i find it very easy to do because beers have such divine flavors to them and it's brings out not only that's a flavor but like also texture so like like if you use that kind of a creamier stout you'll get that feel out of the out of it as well and the flavors come through very very well (laughs) um so the main one that i used to do all the time was regular sam adams boston lager 
it's it's a great beer to cook with. I'm not a huge fan of the beer, but like it does cook very well. It makes well. it even better to cook with. You yeah. get a variety pack and you just cook with those three <laughs> yep. and use the other nine. And even if like going back to our misadventures where the beer that we made that did not get carbonated because someone forgot to put priming sugar in, we still were able to use that to cook with. It's still the flavors came out. You didn't have about yeah, yeah. Yeah. You still had everything there. You just didn't have the carbonation to deal with. So it worked out very well. I love cooking with beer. Or with just alcohol in general. Like, even whiskeys have a nice flavor to them yeah. as well. And we've been watching um, a little bit of the British. Great British Bake Off. A and little bit of it? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it. We're already on season three in one hardcore. week. Um, but, like, they do the same thing where, like, you do a little bit of gin or almond um, yeah. liqueurs. A lot of liqueurs they do, which obviously you get in the flavor. But, like, you, I've seen, I saw someone do gin. I've seen people do rum. Yeah, A lot of good flavors. Alcohol is a really useful ingredient to cook with. Um, uh, another thing that, so, um, I, again, it's, it's not that I don't cook. I just, I, I tend to stay pretty simple. Um, and I, I know the thing that I've used beer for a lot is to just take a nice light beer and use it as a tenderizer for meat, you know, just use that That's as good. part of the marinade before you grill something up. And I know for me that that, that has worked out very well. I have a lot less experience trying to add flavor to uh, to dishes so this was actually my first time ever doing something like that well it's i, I kept it simple hopefully it worked out and, and i had to, haley's supervision i would say and i did i'm gonna put haley on the spot real quick because she makes and i request this every year for my birthday the greatest <laughs> thing in the world and i'm just gonna let you describe it because it's just so great I, I just described it as greatness yeah so ryan's birthday is in the later part of march and he is very proud of his Irish heritage, as I'm sure has come up. Um, He's like one sixteenth Irish. <laughs> <laughs> I found out I'm more British than Irish now. I'm not as happy with this. So every year I make him Irish car bomb cupcakes. So it's a Guinness chocolate cupcake, and then you make a chocolate ganache with Jameson whiskey in it, and then the buttercream frosting has Bailey's Irish cream mixed into it, and just it's a very decadent bite with all of the different alcohols mixed in. And then she's also making it in macaron form as well. Yeah. Yes, I do make it in macaron. <laughs> There's a macaron version. That may have yes. become the new standard. Yes, I did. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> all right. So let's dive into our first meal. Which, well, should oh, we, should we exp- let's maybe just explain the structure of the episode okay, here. So for, all yeah. four of us have made some sort of meal. We've got an, uh, two appetizers. A main course and a dessert. Each of us picked one, and we've made something that incorporates beer mm-hmm. into the recipe. So, sorry, no, uh, no, you're good. <laughs> back to you. So let's dive back. back. Let's dive into appetizer number one, which is Haley. All right, so I took it on a little bit of a different twist. We talked back and forth. Um, I do, as we've mentioned, a lot of cooking and baking, so I've done a lot of different breads. Um, so actually, I am made a spent grain bread, so it doesn't have beer per se in it, but Mike and I brewed a couple weeks ago, and we saved the grain from after when we brewed it, and you mix that in along with some normal flour so that it's not just a big crunchy mess, and then your yeasts and all of the normal things that go into a bread and get that all cooked up so that you have a nice spent grain bread. Um, With the spent grain, because you cook all the sugars out into your beer, since that's what's happening when you're doing that mash step, the grain that's left over has less sugar than you would find in a normal bread. So it's actually really tasty. And then it's a little healthier for you because it has some extra, it has more protein and fiber in it with less sugar content added. Woot. 
It's good because it's a You heard it here first. Beer is a superfood. <laughs> well, actually, we're saying that the things left over the from leftover. beer are a superfood because we, the beer is right. the unsuperness. The ba- that's true. Yeah, all the bad stuff goes into the beer and what's left is a superfood. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... So you have spent green bread, and I, you've made this before, and it's it is. Phenomenal. Let's cut it already. Yeah, I'm yeah, starving. So yeah, this is made with the beer or the stuff from our um, alt beer that we made two weeks ago. Oh, I get the butt end. I love that. Yum. Still warm even. You there are you a butt end. I love the butt end. <laughs> it's like perfect for. Uh, You're a butt end guy. <laughs> Which would you prefer? Do you want the butt end too, or do you want the no, butt end? I'll, I'll, well, now I got to take the butt end. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's so good. good. It is when you think about it. When you look at the grains, they look super husky mm-hmm. after they've been used. So I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to be the last of us to talk with my mouth full. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's going to be a dry mess. It is shockingly moist. This and this bread, she's made it before. It, it always stays moist for like multiple days too, which is so nice. Cause like beer bread, which we thought about making instead, beer bread is amazing, but it's amazing like day one and it yeah. dries oh, okay. out so fast. For like uh, an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Consume fresh. No, it's really good. Like you can definitely, it's like you're going into really like grain. Like you went to this, you to Whole Foods and got like the most healthiest bread you can get. That's what this looks like. But it tastes so much better. Yeah, and now Haley, you found this recipe online, right? Mm-hmm. If, if anybody's interested in any brewers out there interested in trying this as a way to use some of their spent grain, yeah, I will uh, send Ryan the link so that he can add it up to the website. But it's a it's a German spent grain bread. When I was looking for different recipes, it was the one that required the least very odd, obscure cooking techniques because <laughs> some of them wanted you to like bloom stuff and do it was like a two-day process to make beer bread or to make the spent grain bread and i was like this i don't have that much time we have a two-year-old at home ain't nobody got time for that (laughs) (laughs) and i figured the germans are very efficient and make lots of beer so they probably had a pretty good recipe for beer bread. what do we do with all this grain dear lord (laughs) we're drowning in grain all right well if it's all right with y'all this i would love to dip this bread in something. So can we move on to Appetizer Let's 2? Let's move on to Appetizer <laughs> I would 2, love yes. To. Okay, so Appetizer 2 was mine. And uh, so what I have made is a beer cheese dip. Mm. Um, hopefully it's still Most not it solidified. Good. No, it's good. It's been sitting in front of us looking delicious for a while, cooling off. but um, Still warm. But so beer cheese, any, any craft brewery you go to anywhere that serves food, serves beer cheese dip. Agreed. Um, <laughs> And I think the the real art, you know, this was a fairly simple recipe. Um, we found it online. Haley found it. I'll give her credit. <laughs> but I did make it with these hands. But so the, the the whole thing about a good beer cheese dip, in my opinion, as you know, we're, we're, we tend to order the beer cheese, especially if it comes with pretzels, like wherever we go. Whenever we go to a brewery and we're getting food. I think the key is that you can get a lot of different flavors from different sorts of beer. And it's all about the pairing, you know, pairing the right cheese with the right sort of beer. So we've chosen Alaskan Amber um, and we've paired it with Gruyere cheese. Um, And so to me, I get Gruyere is kind of like it's sort of in the same realm as like a Swiss almost, but it's a lot milder and less Swissy. But it's still it's sort of like a semi semi soft white cheese. It's got really nice, subtle flavor. And we thought that the the kind of caramely flavors from the Alaskan Amber would pair nice with it. So 
here it is. Um, before our bread is gone, let's let's give ourselves a little bit some. Um, yeah. There's also some mozzarella mixed in to help with the texture because mozzarella just has that really good um, melty yeah. cheese texture. It is very cheese. Yes, very, very much cheese. <laughs> and so you can dip lots of things in beer cheese. Everything from I think the recipe called for vegetables, but ugh, who does that? <laughs> Broccoli. It, was like, it had lists of vegetables good. or chips or pretzels. They just tried to be healthy at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of silly people. You know, it's funny. We, we use this um, founders. Um, so, you know, we actually used a beer mustard in this beer cheese dip. Hmm. The was, mustard really comes through. I was just yeah, going to say, I can taste it. really it. does. We, Ryan and I both love that founders mustard, too. It's so good. Um, and I can taste it really clearly yeah. on this. It's really yummy. But so I would say for me, my favorite thing to dip in beer... Liz's bread is is amazing to dip in beer cheese. And this spank grain bread is fantastic. But probably um, my second favorite or favorite, depending on the day, would be like a well-made fresh soft pretzel. How about oh. you guys? No. I mean... I could just dip my finger in this and just eat my finger off. <laughs> and Ryan just eats it with a spoon. <laughs> right. it's, it's noodle. It's, it's low carb mac and cheese. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really. I mean, this. I mean, this bread is so good with it too. But like, I agree. I think a good pretzel is just even a hard like you just buy at a store pretzel. Yeah. is perfect for it. Something well. kind of airy to just like soak up a crap ton of cheese. Yes. Agreed. How do you think um, for this beer cheese? How how do you think crackers would have worked? Depends mm. on the cracker, I feel. I feel like yeah. this beer cheese is quite ah. like thick, and I think it would break a cracker. And the first person <laughs> make a mess is Michael. Yeah, it's me. No, I already <laughs> got it all over my hand. I just was quiet about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, worse at hiding it. <laughs> he spilled it on his pants just like the toddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm she dumped yogurt all her. over herself this morning. Oh, no. But yeah, that sounds about right. I, I could see it maybe working with something really dense like a Triscuit. Mm. But I think that, yeah, yeah it's like, Beer cheese dip really works better with heartier things. I do think mm-hmm. broccoli would be a good one if you were going to use a vegetable. I, I mean, think if you're going to do you that, you might it. as well just go the whole way and make like a beer cheese soup and not get it quite as thick. Like broccoli like cheddar soup. Oh, beer cheese. which is, oh, which is uh-huh. actually, that is new game. that's a great variation to talk about using it in, using it in, in like a, like a cheese soup. Mm-hmm. Totally changes the game. Yep, you just cut down on the amount of flour and butter that you put into it, so you don't get that roux mm. at the beginning when yeah. you're cooking, and you could turn it into more of a soup. Mm. I wonder how this. Part of the reason work. I asked is there's a lot of cheese left, and we're gonna have to find <laughs> something else to dip in it because this bread is gone. Yeah. <laughs> I have I'll, another loaf of it. Well, there we go. Oh, you do. Oh, so I do have one thing we could do with this as well. Just make it into straight mac and cheese. Yeah. There you go. Like, so have this, you pretty much just made a roux for, for the most part, correct? Mm-hmm. So yeah, just cook up some noodles, mix it all together, throw it in the oven, put a that little cheese good. on top. Oh yeah, like an, an oven baked mac mm-hmm. and cheese. Oh my yes. God, yeah, that would be good. I might need this recipe, Haley, to do that. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, it's simple. I've, I've got it. I'll, uh, I'll forward it to you. I forwarded it to him yesterday, so he has it. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we, we sort of game planned about it, but like she she's just better than me so <laughs> it was like it was like we, it. we, we talked about step. it and i was like i'll worry about it later next week and Haley was like i found a recipe and i was like dang it <laughs> <laughs> and then because i was involved we adjusted the recipe slightly yeah yeah famously <laughs> in, incapable of uh following a recipe all right well ryan uh what do you say we take a break here yeah uh maybe finish up these apps and then i am excited to move on to the 
the coon serving us the the main course as well as some dessert. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. The dessert's already kind of down here. I've been eyeballing it for a while. I haven't smelled it all morning as well. It's really good. One of them broke and I tried it. <laughs> Cheater! I was I was assistant chef, so I got to taste a lot. We may have to make this a recurring episode every season so that we this can become every our what? recurring feast. Right. I yes. like it. And then, and then that will be the new feast that you choose from that happens every single year. Well, exactly. Someone picks Habit Day, someone picks uh, the 23rd Eve, and then now someone picks our feast, our beer feast. The beer right. feast. My favorite feast <laughs> is the one we're about to eat. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll go to a quick break. We'll hear some advertisements for us, some other places, and we'll be back. Cheers. Cheers. Welcome, Welcome to, to our, our new, new podcast. podcast. Welcome to, to our, our new podcast. podcast. This isn't working. Agreed. I think we're going to have to do it turn by turn. Well, now that you mention it, we are a brand new RPG video game podcast. Our very existence hinges on turn-based gaming. So join us on the Turn by Turn podcast, where we'll be talking about Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Golden Sun, Shining Force, Mother, and so many more. It's your turn to come and join us. <laughs> hey, this is TC. And this is Jim from the Studio Demands It podcast. Where every episode we take a demand from a hypothetical studio. Which could be you. And challenge ourselves to conceptualize, pitch, and craft a film based on the stipulations. Or the demands. We are given. We talk about movies all the time. Particularly, we complain about the choices made in the films we've seen. We're nerds like that. And, of course, like any good nerd does, we automatically assume that we could do better. Even with the demands and restrictions that clearly must have been put on by a production. So head on over to StudioDemandsIt.com and listen to our previous library of episodes. Our library of previous episodes. Our precious library, Jim. <laughs> our library of precious episodes. <laughs> You're a pirate Smeagol. <laughs> uh, okay. So head on over to studiodemandsit.com to listen to our library of episodes. And submit your demand for a future episode, too. So go do that. Okay, bye. Okay, end of ad. And we are back. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm still hungry. <laughs> Those appetizers were nice. <laughs> Those appetizers were very nice. I've got a little bit of grain saved, just or a bread saved, just in case I need it for the main course. Or for more beer cheese, because we Ryan, still have plenty. Ryan, <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit about the main course, so which the you made. Yep. So the main course is actually something we both make. And it's funny, because I used to make this with like shredded chicken. Or shredded something, and it, every time I made it, just wasn't there. It wasn't quite good enough. And then I, we went over to your guys' house, and you guys literally made the same exact thing, except you did ground meat instead of that. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> That's and then the thing. And then there is one more ingredient that you guys do that we do as well. I just didn't have time to put it on there. Is chard, which is a great thing to have on there. But you got to tell everybody what it is. Yeah, yes. I was just saying. So what we make is chili. It is a uh, turkey white bean chili, so it's not red, no tomatoes in this. Uh, for those who have acid reflux, cough, cough, my wife. <laughs> um, and with the beer in it, it is literally two cans of Mr. Blue Sky from uh, Griffin Claw Brewery, which is here in Michigan. Yes. Um, the flavor mm. that you get out of this is an orange and kind of coriander. 
um, or should at least. It's a whip beer, yeah. yeah. For, for for anyone not from uh, the Detroit area, <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like a, it's a whip beer, so uh, similar to like a Blue Moon or yeah. one of many other whip yep. beers. So a little, it has, I feel like it has a little bit more of a spicierness with the coriander and then, then uh, a Blue Moon is more smooth with this orange yeah. zest. Yeah blue, yeah, blue Moon's got a lot more of the citrusy thing. Yep. So... Um, go ahead and dive in. So this, I, I, when I used to be, when I was younger and, and made a feast for, uh, all my roommates at the time when I was living with them, I would make chili, beer chili all the time. And like never heard a complaint, at least as far as I could tell. And that's when I used the Sam Adams itself. You can definitely taste the Mr. Blue Sky in there. Mm-hmm. This is good. Someone should probably talk. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know what I We're all eating. <laughs> so to kind of give this recipe away, it's literally a pound of turkey, um, some northern white beans, some sweet corn, a little bit of seasoning, salt, pepper, um, basil, stuff like that. And then literally two cans of beer or whatever. You can use whatever beer you want. Um, I usually do Budweiser, honestly, when I make this for normal times because um, that's usually what I have in the fridge. Is some kind of cheap beer. Um, and it still turns out very well. You put it in the crock pot for eight hours. Yep. That's yep. important. <laughs> yes. Uh, or you, and you could do it quicker. We did this a little quicker because I browned the meat first and then put it all together in the crock pot and let it stew uh, to get all the flavors to uh, kind of merge together in there. Yeah, we make not quite this. We don't actually use beer in ours, but ours is ready in about well, just over an hour. Hour and a half to do it on the stove. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's all done on the stove. Yeah, well, and then the chard that Ryan was talking about. Yeah. Usually the last step is you put some chard in and let that sit in with the mix for what, like the last half hour, 20 minutes Maybe, yeah. So it now, gets kind of soft. Yeah. Ryan, can you talk a little bit, um, What? why did you choose Mr. Blue Sky specifically for this? What kind of flavors were you trying to play off each other? I, I wanted the orange and coriander. I wanted that little bit of a zip to it, a little zing um, from the coriander. And... I, it's just, it was when I looked at my beer fridge pretty much outside at the time, and I'm like, all right, I have a crap ton of Guinness. Um, Which I, I think could have also worked well in here. I, and a red chili, it does. I've done it with a red chili with Guinness. It's very, very good. But I wasn't sure how that would work with a white chili. Um, and then I had just a few other, like, coffee ales and stuff like that, because it's that time of season, a little colder. I like coffee ales and coffee stouts. Um, and it's, I mean, it works well, so I I have no complaints as far as I can tell. Yeah, it's good. I I, I do get to to me. It's it's subtle. It honestly, it took me three or four sips or um, <laughs> whatever spoonfuls spoonfuls <laughs> to um, sips because it's beer to to kind of get it. But I do get just very subtly that little hint of like uh, citrus. It's like just a little brightening of mm-hmm. the the chili flavor. Yeah, it works very well. hard off the intro, but mm-hmm. my taste buds are also really sensitive right now. So. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're out of practice with the drinking from, what, like six months? <laughs> Almost eight? Almost eight, okay. <laughs> Ryan, with the way you add the beer to this, does do you presumably like cook off the alcohol, or does it stay in there okay? For the most part, yeah. I mean, there might be a little bit of... A little bit in there, but it's probably, sure, yeah. it's more close to an NA beer. Cause yeah, that's, that's sort of one of the interesting things about cooking with alcohol is it cooks off so readily mm-hmm. that most of the time it, it's not like you're making a boo. I, I think that those, um, 
cupcakes Haley makes for you end up being a little boozy. <laughs> they, they, I well, because the like frosting I'm, isn't cooked, And right? neither is the ganache. And neither is the yeah. ganache. I feel like yes. you could get a buzz if you ate like six. <laughs> it's an extra trick if you're cooking with beer or liquor to actually get the alcohol to stay in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because it boils off or it steams out really quickly. I so if you're baking... Your spoon, I'm sorry. That's okay. If you're baking, <laughs> it gets cooked out. And if you're boiling it, it gets boiled out. So yep. you kind of have to very carefully... Heat it up a little bit if you don't want to lose all the alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. It's good. And we're going to be nice and hearty. We have another episode to record, so we need a nice hearty <laughs> lunch. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's, let's dive into our last, our dessert, which my wife made. Yes. So what I have made is um, brownies. So we've talked a little. I don't, I don't cook. I mean, I sort of can, but I'm not good at it. But I'm pretty good at baking. <laughs> um, so what I've made are Guinness brownies. So they are chocolate brownies, double chocolate brownies with some Guinness in the mixture. And they're also topped with a chocolate ganache that also has Guinness in it. Um, the, uh, yes, Haley, the alcohol should be cooked off for this one for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> no worries there. <laughs> It's baby safe. Yes, it is baby safe. I'm assuming your listeners know that we're having a baby in like a month. Mm, maybe. <laughs> okay, so if anyone doesn't know, I'm about eight months pregnant well, right now, so. There, <laughs> context clues, there, I think, is there. There's sort of a delay between when we record and when the episodes come out, so we may have a baby by the time you are listening to <laughs> this. This is true. I'm going to go ahead and snag this sucker. Who knows? But for the sake of recording at the moment. Uh, at the time we're recording, yes, we are. I'm going to start small, and, and then I can have a second one and not feel awful about it. <laughs> I like your style. I still feel awful smart, about it. Smart, 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 <laughs> smart. So, with baking, because I am not a huge baker, I hate baking because I have to follow directions completely, <laughs> and I can't do that when I cook. Not completely. Just <laughs> <laughs> And if you miss More one thing, <laughs> if you miss one thing... And this is from past experience. Those cookies? Yes, yeah. those wonderful what cookies was it I made. That he forgot? You forgot to put in, it was either sugar or flour. It was flour. I think it was flour. Flour, yeah. I'd like to clarify that not entirely following directions <laughs> and skipping an ingredient are not the same thing. <laughs> I like to think it is, but. <laughs> oh, these are so good. I got full mouth now talking. Um, no, I, like, I know a lot of people do baking and with alcohol and everything. Um, beer is pretty common and just rum, I think is another really common one as well. From what I know, rum cakes, I'm assuming it has rum in it. Yeah. You don't really bake with that. You soak it afterwards. That's even better. Rum, cake. get to drink. <laughs> rum cakes are very alcoholic. Yum. Not baby safe. <laughs> Not baby <laughs> safe. <laughs> but like, I, this is, I mean, great job. This yeah. is very rich. These are nice. I, you do get a little bit, I get a little bit of Guinness, but like I said earlier, like, with some things, you get the feel of it. Guinness is so light that I feel like this has made it so much lighter. Yeah, I, I think for me, so one thing that I'll say is that we talked about it earlier because these were out on the countertop when we arrived. <laughs> so it wasn't exactly a surprise or anything, but I often find brownies can be a little dry if you don't mm-hmm. do something to make them less dry. And one, using the frosting, but two, I think just using the, the beer does something because this is, Either that or you're just an excellent baker. <laughs> Let's go, go with that. that. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> the reason why I 
added, well, obviously the reason why I added Guinness is because the theme of today's beer. But um, the reason why I wanted to add Guinness to the brownie, I usually add coffee to the mixture, actually. Ooh. Um, like I'm going to have to try that, too, to compare. Yeah, Did you make a comparison, Beth? No. I did put a little bit of espresso powder in these just because mm. I can't not put coffee in them. Um, just because I think it brings out the chocolate a lot. Yeah. No, agreed. But Fantastic. I thought that the Guinness... Here, here. Right, <laughs> that the stout would uh, kind of do that same sort of vibe. I I would like to actually maybe try it with a coffee stout next time and see well, if that Well, I was at this. Changes. I am currently drinking... Uh, <laughs> I'm a little classier here. By a Pabst Blue Ribbon... Hard cold brew. Yeah, Ryan. Well, I feel served, like this would be a really good one. Ryan yeah. served me a nice, beautiful cream ale from a local brewery, and then got himself a Pabst Blue Ribbon coffee. <laughs> it's coffee. I wanted a little caffeine. <laughs> you already had two coffees today. You can't. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Caffeine. I'm already bouncing so off. So had Ryan. I need some depressants to pull me back down. Me. <laughs> so, um, so another thing, like Mallory, you sort of brought up. I think it's this is almost like a reverse chocolate coffee stout because. A lot of people start with a stout when they're brewing and they go, ooh, you know what? This already sort of has like this roasty, you know, people will often say that roasted malts can take on chocolate and coffee characters. And so people will sort of double down on that by adding cacao nibs or coffee to stouts because they're complementary flavors. You sort of flip that on its head and went, I'm making a chocolate dessert. Uh, And so what goes well with that? Well, I'm going to add coffee flavors and then stout flavors and i really do think that that sort of less like more more beery roastiness that comes with a guinness does really kind of round out the flavor of this brownie really nicely yay yeah it came out really well and another thing like we were talking earlier i make the uh, guinness cupcakes that are also chocolate Mm -hmm. so adding like a stout to a chocolate just really helps to richen the flavors Mm -hmm. So you don't have to add in a bunch of extra chocolate and things like that yeah. to get that extra richness. And it also gives it a little more creaminess without adding all of that like, milk a, to do it. You take that chocolate and you give it a uh, thousand shares of GameStop stock. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to age well, that joke. People are going to have to look that up. <laughs> I will say probably Guinness, I mean, it is one of my favorite beers, but this is another reason why it's up there for me is that it's great to cook with. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're all saying like, you get that creaminess. You get the flavor with it as well. It balances out a lot of flavors. And I, there's a part of me, and you're gonna, I know you're going to give me this look, that they would do Guinness and try and do flavors with it. I know they never will. but You could. I mean, I could, but I need, I need to get the nitro parts. <laughs> well, we, we did test out in an earlier episode that oh, little true. plunger thing. Mm-hmm. It, it worked out pretty well. But like because of that style, that Irish dry... Stout, I believe is what the style is. Yep. Um, it's it's really, really good. I feel like if you just put like a li- maybe a little bit of coffee, a little bit of chocolate, it will just amplify those flavors, just like it is right here. It would be interesting. Um, we are actually sort of ramping up to make a dry Irish stout um, soon. This is going to be the next brew that Haley and I make. Um, and I am... I, I've thought about that, too. I, I don't really... We're starting with what is basically a Guinness clone recipe, but we I've thought about it now. The hops and a couple things. Yeah, yeah, we we made there. some adjustments, but in terms of the malt bill, it's the big three like um, the base malt, flaked barley, and then the roasted barley is where the color and the roastiness comes from. Mm-hmm. But I thought about that, like, or depending on how we like it, I I wouldn't necessarily want to add actual chocolate or coffee to it, but it might be interesting to add some other 
roasted malts that have mm-hmm. more like like a chocolate malt or um, some of like the deeply roasted malts that have a bit of that coffee flavor. And just to, you know, maybe not move it too far away, but just to like add a little bit of something to differentiate it a little bit. But we both love Guinness. So I think that just starting with trying to get close to there is a, is a good, good starting start, place yeah. for us. And then we'll see. And then maybe next time you could do, like we talked about doing a beer and then splitting it up into different ones and maybe doing different profiles. Oh, that would be interesting. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe if we make it again, we'll just give you a gallon and go here, adulterate <laughs> this with whatever you want. Well, I know here again, local, but like Atwater does, did, or I don't know if they did it this year. They did it last year or the year before where they took their vanilla Java Porter and then they made like a raspberry version Oh yeah. or a, a chocolate version. And then I think they did like three or four all together. Um, and it, and were, yeah, and they did really that. good. I think honestly, I think there's a ton of breweries that decided to do it all in one year because Rochester Mills did the yeah. same thing with their stout. That was kind of hot for a while, just like taking taking a a stout and trying splitting it up into a bunch of different. Yeah, Griffin Claw actually was doing something like that. I was just there last week, and they have I think some kind of imperial stout that uh, has they have like four or five different versions of it with a bunch mm-hmm. of different things added to it. So it is, yeah, like stout because it's so rich to begin with. I think it's a it's a nice beer to play with. These Agreed. flavors, yeah. It's it's so mellow, especially with the um the the Guinness. If you do something like that, yeah, it's such a mellow flavor, but you still get a lot out of it. So to to turn back to the our you know sort of the thesis of our episode of using beer in food, Ryan, would you say that Guinness is probably your favorite beer to use in cooking? Guinness is definitely number one for me. Okay. It, it, it's versatile. Like I said, I used to use it in chili. You can use it in baking, obviously. It's very, very good. Mal and Haley, do you guys have specific go-tos that you like to use or is it just, does it depend on the recipe? This was the first time I've ever baked with beer and I thought Guinness worked out fine. <laughs> when I make the chili that we're having today, I will use Budweiser though. Like I know you yeah, said you, you use Budweiser too. Um, yeah. Budweiser is probably my favorite for like cook cooking. Just A, because it's uh, pretty versatile. You can use it for a lot of different things and B, because I don't feel bad wasting one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I felt with Sam Adams. So I... I I, I, I could uh, uh, sort of see Ryan doing that, like pouring a Guinness into something he's cooking with and just going, R.I.P. little buddy. <laughs> well, see, I, don't, you will be I don't always use the whole, because I, I have the big boy cans. So oh, yeah, like, yeah. Like a little more, like just a perfect pint or in which most pint glasses aren't actually pints. Yeah, that's so, true. I, I do have to say that like only using uh, about half of my Alaskan amber felt good to be able to sip on it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, so you just sip on it as you cook it. Yeah. It's simple. How about, what about you, Haley? Oh, yeah. I like to switch around. It depends on what I'm cooking. Again, like baking chocolatey things. Guinness is great for it. Uh, beer bread. I use weird beers that got left at our house. Same thing <laughs> like uh, beers, beers that have been in for a year where we're like, well, we're not going to drink this. What are we possibly going to do with yep. it? Or stuff that's about to expire. Things along those lines. Because really for the beer bread, you're mostly looking for the leftover yeasts in the beer. Because you don't add a yeast mm-hmm. to a beer bread. Right. So it rises because of the yeasts in the beer. So as long as it hasn't gone completely flat and worthless, most of them taste pretty similar in the beer bread. Um, and then otherwise, it really depends on the recipe, like the beer cheese, pairing it with the right type of beer. So I like to play around. You know, I never like to repeat anything. So repeat I pretty recipe. much uh, <laughs> I mix it up as I'm going and try we, new things. We should get a poster of that in our uh, kitchen somewhere. <laughs> never repeat. Just never the same recipe it. twice. Yeah, yeah, I have a bad habit. I'll make something and Mike goes, this is so good. You should write it down. And I go, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what I did. I might remember <laughs> half of it. <laughs> well, actually, the um, going back to the Habitat, like you guys do the um, the Shire Pie, and you guys do wine with it. I've actually switched up and, and done Guinness with that, and it turns out very, I very good. see that being good. Different, different but good. Yeah, it's a meat pie, yeah. I changed yeah. that out to red wine because it's supposed to be white wine, yes. but I use lamb instead of sausage. Okay. So I switched to a red wine because that gives you some of the richness that you lose by going to a less fatty meat. Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I think I do. So I could see turkey. beer helping with yeah. that, too, where you would get a little bit more richness back yeah. from it versus, like, if you have something really fatty, like a sausage, something clean, well, do, like a white wine, helps with it. Well, I do the turkey, the ground turkey with it still, because that's what we usually have, and then I do throw in the Guinness. Not the whole can, and then I just hit the rest, so. Perfect. I mean. <laughs> the cook's portion. <laughs> And Mike, I know you don't do much, but like you said, you marinated. I, I, I honestly, when when you're marinating, light beer works best. Okay. Um, so I would sort of be in line with Mallory. Some, you know, normally I just t- uh, occasionally, you know, particularly after like sort of New Year's season, we end up with a large amount of uh, like you know. Labatt Blue Light or something. <laughs> that's that's a Canadian beer for anyone that doesn't live near Canada. You probably don't know what that is, but we always end up with something like that or, you know, Bush Light or whatever and like nothing to do with it because uh, unless we're getting rowdy, like I, I won't just drink one of those just around the house. You know, there's right. just normally it's the right. It's, it's a, a drinking game. It's a situational beer. <laughs> beer yeah. Yeah. So um, bonfire with the neighbors, maybe. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> so keeping that stuff around for for grilling, I think, works really well. I do really like like we used an amber ale today. I think that the flavor of amber ale, you can if you sort of tailor your recipe to it, it can add a lot to beer or to uh, to recipes. So that's yeah. probably what I would say. I thought that the Alaskan worked out quite nicely. No, it definitely, oh, definitely did. Yeah, that sort of that caramel profile can mm-hmm. complement a lot of things if you use it right. Well, I think that's that's our feast. I mean, we still got more to eat after we're done recording, obviously, but I think we'll be. Yeah, the real challenge is finishing the food, not the podcast. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. Well, um, if you would like to find our podcast, there are a couple places you can do that. Uh, we have a website that's brewersinlaw.com, um, all one word. And you can also find us uh, on Twitter at brewersinlaw, again, all one word. I think we're um, on Instagram too. I think you are. I think our oh, overlord uh, over <laughs> us made an Instagram for us, so we're right. good on that. You're on there. I follow you. It's oh. also at brewersinlaw. So, okay. Supreme Leader Dave. Supreme Leader Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's fantastic. I don't know a lot about that. Haley and I aren't really social media people. So if you want to get a hold of us, those are all great places. Yes. But Ryan and Mallory, where else can people find you guys online? Well, I'm on Twitter as well with um, with just myself. And I, I am Rambo Coon. Uh, and then anything brewing related is Wise Old Owls Brew. And then I do a blog on the side just for fun. I haven't done one. I got to do one for February as we're in February right now. Yeah, uh, and that is hotbrewandblog.com. And Mallory, where where are you at? You're all over the place too, aren't you? Oh my gosh, I'm all over social media. It's a problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I actually also am um, a writer and I actually have my first fantasy novel coming out in September. It's called Among Thieves. Um, so I am on all of the social medias because of that. So I'm mostly... <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yeah, right. I'm mostly on Twitter. So that's at MJ underscore Kuhn, K-U-H-N. 
Um, you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, and as of this week, I'm channeling my inner Gen Z. You can also find me on TikTok. Whoa. I know. I know. What is that? I feel really old. I'm having trouble with it. Um, But I'm at. Is that like Napster? Right. (laughs) I'm at MJ Kuhn Books, all one word on all three of those platforms. Um, And then also just my website, which is mjkuhn.com. Yes. And I'll just throw out there that Haley and I got to beta read this particular book, and it is wonderful. We have already pre-ordered our copies because you can pre-order a copy. Yes. True. Yeah, you can pre-order the links on my website. <laughs> or on Amazon. Or, or on Amazon. Yeah, or Barnes & Noble, Amazon. wherever. Books are sold. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think with that, I mean, like with any of those spots, you can let us know like what cool meals you guys do. If you guys have a, a, a crazy feast. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. If yeah, anybody has, because we will have. steal the crap out of it. Yeah. It's well, a good you know, idea. everyone's going to Our family loves like food centered <laughs> themed days. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then any meals that you like to make as well, like let us know what recipe you have. You don't have to give the full thing away. Um, or you, you can. can. Or you can. We'll, we'll gladly make it. Um, you can t- let us know on any of those, uh, any of our sites at Brewers and Law on Twitter or BrewersandLaw.com. Um, I think that's it. I think we got a lot of food to eat. So with that, cheers. cheers. So many more clinks. <laughs>